I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the BU Find Happy podcast. Gosh, you've got a hell of a resume. Um, and, you know, what was crazy <laughs> is like in reading your bio and stuff, you're just so raw. You're like, yeah, hit rock bottom, you know, <laughs> attempted suicide, full-blown narcissist. I cannot wait to talk to you about your life and everything that you're doing uh, with the newborn blueprint. Tell me a little bit about how you got started, how you got into this world and all that you're that you're doing and, and all that you have going on. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, how I got to this point is through, like you said, a series of some some um, dark stages in my in my life, and like you said, um, I come across pretty raw because it's my goal to number one help men avoid things that I have fallen prey to, but also help um, females to avoid men that like how I used to be. Um, so really, it started with living a really amazing life, being extremely successful in the fitness industry, being extremely successful um, with my modeling career, being extremely fortunate um, and the woman that I had beside me through my journey. However, I struggled inside with massive um, depression and low self-esteem, and that grew into essentially becoming a full-blown narcissist um to you know kind of mask my depression and that led me to be extremely selfish create massive damage in the people that i love the most which brought on more more depression and like you uh, mentioned suicide attempts and i i went on a very long journey of self-discovery to get to the root of the depression and the root of the narcissism in order to really regain the person that I was and to figure out how to prevent it from ever happening again. I really want to talk about that because we've talked a lot about, um, I had a, I had a guy who runs the, the waking up to narcissism podcast on here before I'm actually okay. going to be on his podcast this afternoon. And, you know, we were, we were talking about like, is there recovery for a narcissist? And, you know, I've done a lot of reading from Dr. Romani's work, et cetera. Mm -hmm. How did you, how did you heal yourself from this? I mean, it seems like we don't know a ton about it, right? But in the mental health world, like I'm a psychotherapist and they're just really starting to tap into this like diagnosis. But how how did you find the root of it? How did you even realize you had this going on? And then how did you come out of it on your own? Yeah, yeah. So the first thing I think um, everyone needs to realize is a narcissist isn't born they're created, right? Very much like, um, you know, somebody has a drug or alcohol problem. Th certain things have to happen. They just, they don't come out of the womb as a, as a narcissist. So, you know, what I found was my narcissistic tendencies were really just me trying to handle childhood trauma and childhood abandonment. Um, 
so essentially what, what what happened was is everybody left everybody close to me left so there was no more, wow there was no one else to point the finger at there was no one else to use as a fallback there's no one else to um, place the blame on and it it was literally like living two separate lives like i was this narcissistic person like including including your wife or your spouse did you did you lose no shit so she was just like i'm done yeah i mean to be to be honest after so many years you know a human can only withstand so much Thank you. Oh my God. Like, thank you for saying that because it's funny. I was recently talking to somebody and I'm like, you know, I, you know, I struggled with second chances. It's like, I gave a million bajillion chances. It's like, oh, you know, I, I gave up on, um, my vows or I gave up on this relationship. It's like, no, you were bludgeoned out of that relationship. Like you can only endure a human can only endure so much before they're like, fuck it. I'm done. I'm out of here. hundred percent. And when it comes to narcissists, that's actually the greatest thing you can do as 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 a partner. Because unless unless you completely remove yourself, you're only gonna keep supplying them with, with what they need to stay a narcissist. So Yeah, but what's crazy to me is even after the relationship is over, is like almost done, I still get tormented i still get told like how dare you do this to me how dare you well that's you know? it's like what yeah yeah so like, like you said you still get torment so really i i had to make the choice right i could i could have definitely kept going and using abusing just moving on to the next um victim and pretending like nothing's wrong but again i knew something i was out of alignment so the first step is acknowledging that you're a narcissist, which is pretty much impossible or unheard of for a narcissist to call themselves out like that, right? So Yeah, I mean, it's wild that you did that. It is like absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. So once I, once I was able to acknowledge it and speak freely about it, it kind of took my shame away from it. And now I could start unpacking and retracing my steps on how I actually got, got to that point. Well, it's and, interesting you say that. Cause I just finished this training with uh Bessel van der Kolk on the body keeps the score. And mm-hmm. he basically talks about like the only way for people to recover from certain things in their life is to be able to talk about it. Otherwise they can't get past the shame mm-hmm. or the guilt yeah. or whatever. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So like me, um, like on my social media, everything, I, you know, I talk about it very, very candidly and very raw because it kind of takes, it takes the darkness away from it. You know, people they if they call me a narcissist, they're not telling me anything that I don't know or anything that I'm not, not speaking of. So all I can do is just keep putting information out there that will help gain insight for both sides, both sides of narcissism, the victim and the actual narcissist. And so you do some incredible stuff for women too. Like you're doing mm-hmm. this, the, you're doing this health and fitness thing. You're helping women. I mean, some of the stuff you talk about is like, gosh, I can relate to all of it. You know, at some point <laughs> in my life, I can't relate right now. Fortunately, I feel like I'm actually doing really good in this like literal moment. That'll change mm-hmm. next week when Aunt Flo rolls around. But you know, not having not having any energy or not feeling sexy or confident or like not totally fitting into your panties like you want to or whatever. How do you, how do you help women? What are you doing? What's your program? So my, my women's health program is the metabolism rev up. So really we uh, help women um, ignite their metabolism 
naturally just through just through food and exercise no supplements etc because you know what happens as women get older number one they're the most preyed upon inside the fitness industry so they get sucked into a lot of sales tactics etc um so i try to pull that pull them out of that that abyss of of misinformation and just get them back on track in tune with their body and so when we get them in tune and their metabolism starts operating it also opens up you know what mental roadblocks they have with their self-confidence etc a lot of them are dealing with you know emotional battles etc etc so once we have their metabolism optimized then we can start uncovering the what's going on in the mind and then that gives them that sets them on the path to true freedom new levels of energy new self-confidence new mindset new daily habits and really also a brand new woman but also the same woman that they feel like they lost years ago you know it's interesting because something that i've been through in in my extraction right from uh mm -hmm. from the relationship that i was in is is has been um refining my confidence and i had gone down this really dark road that i know now it took me two years to crawl out of a relationship and to crawl out of the new age and i um i found my my way um back to my childhood roots and one of one of the things that i have found the most power in as far as reclaiming um myself is actually been you kind of mentioned it and i don't know if that's been your journey but the trials and tribulations has been um my spirituality you know has been mm -hmm. coming back to christ for me and and really laying it down and i had a woman this was the craziest thing i haven't even talked about it on this podcast yet but i I was really dabbling like in a dark way in, in the new age, not unwittingly. Like I had no mm -hmm. idea what I was playing with. And um, sure. in coming out of that, I've had these incredible experiences where the other day I was at a coffee shop and this woman asked to pray over me. And I yeah. was like, oh my God. I, I mean, I'm literally bawling as she is talking. And I felt like this release and this relief. And one of the things that she said that struck me so powerful is she said, help her God to know that she is fashioned by you and clothed by you. And I was like, wow. I mean, I mean, and in the moment this, I'm, I'm, I'm really having a lot of brevity of what was a very moving <laughs> spiritual experience, but you know, I was like, yeah, I, I am okay as I am. And I wonder how many of the women that you're going through have felt influenced by other things externally outside in the, in the popular culture world, in the magazine world, in the television world, and have mm -hmm. lost that connection with like, I am grand, like I am of a beautiful creation. Is Does that play into it or am I just talking crazy talk? No, it, it definitely plays into it. Like like I said, they um, they come from a place of being influenced heavily in a, in a negative way. So one of the biggest aspects is is appreciation for the actual journey so even though the program is is 90 days their journey carries on much longer after that so like you said the the spiritual journey the physical journey all that the the daily opportunity to learn something about yourself the daily opportunity to improve something about yourself even if it's just small mindset changes or letting go of one one simple belief um, it's extremely powerful in letting your body also release because the mind and the body, they're all, all connected. So no matter, you know, how hard you're going with your diet or your workouts, if you're waking up and just beating the crap out of yourself mentally, your body's going to pick up on that and be super resistant. So once they kind of give themselves permission 
to live, to be a woman, to let the scale fluctuate, but are focusing on daily habits that get them closer. They literally, it's, it's like a free, it's a, it's a free experience for them. And as they're going on that journey, they're also motivating and inspiring women that are close to them, because like I said, it's a mental and a physical transformation. Do you think some of what you're doing in helping women is like part of your own recovery from whatever happened in your life? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, number one, it helps me, um, like I said, kind of process the damage I've caused in a lot of people's life. But it also helps me, um, I kind of mentioned it on my website, um, you know, I was raised by a single mother for the most part. So I watched her go through the struggles of balancing being a mother, working a full-time job, trying to feel confident, trying to find love and all that stuff. So I, I use that as motivation to that's who I'm trying to help. I'm trying to eliminate the guesswork because you already have so much on your plate as, as a woman, as a mother, et cetera. You don't need to be wasting any more time. So we try to make it, make it as um, painless as possible so they can go about their other, other days. Okay. I want to shift gears a little bit because I want to say, um, as you were talking, I was thinking about how one of the things that I've been struggling with is like a lot of my external, um, friends, family, whatever, they did not understand the choices that I made. Right. Like they, mm -hmm. they did not know the whole story. They didn't know any of the story. And so for me to, you know, I kind of shocked them. And so then they had this opinion. They were like, um, you know, you've left this mess, this wake because of your selfishness and leaving this mm -hmm. relationship and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I had a couple of thoughts about that. And in one hand, I want to feel personal responsibility. In the other hand, I withdrew from a lot of people in my life because frankly, they were not freaking safe while I was trying to go through what I was going through. And then yeah. the other part of it is that, you know, now they're coming at me later, years later and saying, you, you owe me an apology. And I'm looking at this and I'm going like, no, I'm kind of done with that bullshit. Like I'm kind of done with having to apologize for my existence. Like, sure. I, you know, yeah. I'm in a space of wanting to say, no, I put in a shit ton of work. And if you want to have a relationship with me, it's got to sound something like, Hey, I've been hurt. How can we repair? Not you owe me an apology for all that you did to me. I am so done with that narrative. Like I'm so over that. Yeah. I can't yeah. take that on anymore. It, it will lead me down a dark path again. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not up for this judgment. But what's interesting is I was, um, I was out at church the other day and the pastor was talking about the story we all know, which is Jesus on the cross, you know, blah, blah, blah. We've all heard it a million mm -hmm. times, but he really drilled down on it. And he's like, look, this is a man who was of these people, right? Like he is of the Jews mm -hmm. and they yeah. are literally, he is an innocent man and they are literally showing him no mercy. They're saying, I don't give a flying fuck, crucify him. And it's like, yeah. when I thought about that, I was like, wow. That's what we, that's what we need to know and expect. You know, mm -hmm. we can't yeah. expect that people are going to give us this deliverance or this freedom from, mm -hmm. you know, their own perceptions of us. And I thought it was just so incredibly powerful. Um, but one of the things that you talk about on your newborn blueprint is like really stepping into being a man. And that, so I'm, this is the shift of gears here from woman to, to, to man. And I really <laughs> yeah. feel like, um, you know, I follow Victor Marx and people like this. And I really feel like men have been so emasculated 
Um, Mm -hmm. And women have been so stripped of the ability to be feminine. They've had to step up into this masculine role, et cetera, et cetera. I'm currently Mm -hmm. in a relationship where I am the most feminine I have ever been. Um, I cry more than I've ever cried. Not, not in a bad (laughs) way. I'm talking about like when I see, you know, all the kids bundled up together and I just like, "Ah." but, but it feels so good, right. To not have to be that like, uh, masculine empowered woman, like to get to be feminine and, and not carry my groceries and not carry my load. And, and, and that's not to say not carrying my half, right. But to, to be able to allow someone to help me feel so good. And I see that you're working on teaching men or helping Mm -hmm. guide men and how to do that. What's that all about? Tell me a little about that. Yeah. So the new newborn blueprint is really, um, uh, a map for men to avoid some of the common pitfalls that are in existence today. So, um, you know, whether it be social media, whether it be TV, whether it be sex, whatever it may be, men can get sucked into these, these dark holes without realizing that they're creating damage for them, for themselves. So my whole goal is again, to use all my downfalls, all my skeletons in the closet to, guide men to avoid these pitfalls so that they can stay successful in their overall life, in their marriage, in their future relationships as, as fathers, as husbands, what, whatever, whatever it, it may be. Um, Cause I feel like, you know, we, we as men, we can really men or women can have anything at their fingertips in a moment's notice. So if, if they're a man like me, who's dealing with abandonment issues, they're going to figure out a way to try to, put a bandaid on that abandonment issues. So that can lead to a lot of, a lot, a lot of mistakes, which is what I'm trying to help them, help them avoid. So we, we kind of put some new daily habits, new care characteristics inside them and put them on a new path. I think that is so much needed in the world right now. Like it, it truly is. And so I just want to like, I, I want to commend you for kind of stepping out in this in this world where at a time where I feel like men who are talking about being men are kind of being shamed. So, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. to and to come from where you've come from and be able to say with some conviction, like, look, no, there's a difference in what I'm talking about. Um, I'm not yeah. talking about being toxic and and being an asshole. I'm talking about um, stepping into what you need to step into for the for the world really like especially for the women in the world um so to to kind of wrap up here can you give like one or two tips for people who might be listening and kind of curious about how they can kickstart this metabolism of theirs yep so real quick the best thing you can do is most likely start eating more protein if you're a female so if you eat four meals a day have a fifth size of protein with with each meal That'll help. That'll help. Number one, preserve the muscle fibers that you have, because the muscle fibers is what controls your metabolism. So most ladies aren't aren't eating enough. And then you can buy. You can do about twenty to thirty minutes of actual weight training, because that's going to create the micro tears in the fibers, so the nutrients um, from the foods like the protein can come in and build new lean muscle fibers, and that will start raising your metabolism just like that. Oh my gosh. Can I tell you that after I got the alien, the Rona thing, I uh-huh. was craving and I was in, again, in this whole like new agey world, I was doing the yoga, like vegetarian thing, ate fish only. Anyway, after I got the Rona, I was like craving 
a steak. I'm talking like full blown. <laughs> and now good, good, good. I like, I, I literally took my, I, um, I fly a little cub airplane. Okay. And so I flew it to this farm and I bought like all this <laughs> awesome cow right off of the farm and flew home. And so I, I have been eating the most amazing steaks. I just do like oh, kosher bet. salt pepper and a little bit of uh, this like crushed garlic. Like it's like a garlic puree that I found in the grocery store. I love it. And okay. um, I have noticed that I feel so much freaking better than I ever did when I was in like that whole vegetarian world. I'm not saying I love vegetables, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but damn, if it didn't change my energy level almost immediately. And I started eating again. This is crazy. It sounds kind of gross, but my grandma used to feed me liverwurst on toast when I was a little girl. <laughs> Does and so, bad. oh gosh, I found liver pate <laughs> at the grocery store and I put it on sourdough and it is so good. But I really think there's something to that. So I, I really love that. Um, we always include everything in the show notes, Derek, but how can people get in touch with you? How can they find out about you if they're listening um, in their cars? They can go to DerekNewborn.com. They can go to NewbornBlueprint.com. Um, they can reach out to me on Instagram at DNewborn. I keep it super um, friendly and organic on there. Just send me a DM on there, and we can definitely have a conversation about anything. But, yeah, DerekNewborn.com, TheNewbornBlueprint.com. Instagram's at DNewborn. Facebook's Derek Newborn. I keep it, I keep it pretty simple. <laughs> So awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. And I really enjoyed our conversation. I appreciate you having me. Thank you again. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.